Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor, and I'm going to be honest with you. I wanted to intro this episode by being like, hey, hey, how y'all doing? And if you don't... (laughs) If you don't watch TikTok, you will not understand that reference. And if you do watch TikTok, you'll be like, Noor, what the fuck is wrong with you? And that's a great question because this is a solo episode and we're going to get to the bottom of this. What the fuck is wrong with me? No, actually, let's not do that because the last time I did a solo episode, things got too real, guys. It just got a little too real and I would rather not. So let's not do that. So let's put that aside and talk about what really matters, which is, so yesterday, no, the day before yesterday, I got home from work and um, a lot of you guys always ask me like, do you have another job? Like, what do you do? And I'm like, I have like seven fucking thousand jobs actually. Thank you for asking. But I am a counselor. So, oh my God, I just poked myself in the fucking eye. Jesus. Um, this is why you shouldn't touch your eyes. Anyways, God, that fucking hurt. Anyway, um, I should probably start recording, but I'm not going to because it's already 10 and I'm just, this is happening. So, um, I'm a counselor. I'm also a digital creator. So I post, um, content on Instagram, mainly photos, a little bit of video, stuff like that. And then I also have this podcast. Um, so I mean, whatever. I don't even know where I was going with that. What was I saying? God, my eye really fucking hurts. Jesus, hold on. I need to pause for a minute. Okay, I'm back. I'm sorry. My eye just really hurt and it still kind of hurts. But you know what? We're just going to thug it out, guys, because that's just really what life is all about. You get poked in the eye by your own fucking hand and you're just like, how dare you betray me, hand? You are my hand. I you know, should have control over you, but then, you know, your body fucking betrays you and you poke yourself in the eye and you just pray to God that your long dagger nail did not cause an abrasion because, you know, it would fucking suck an abrasion. Um, if you've never had an abrasion on your eye, you're very lucky because having an abrasion on your eye is fucking terrible because it hurts when your eyes open and it hurts when your eyes closed. Um, kind of like the kid from, fuck, what was that scary movie called where he's like, I see dead people. Fuck, what was it called? Anyways, he was like, I'm afraid to open my eyes. I'm afraid to close them. That's how you feel when you have an abrasion. God, what was that movie called? It was with the actor's name was Haley Joel Osborne, I think. You guys probably know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, then you're probably really young. And if you are really young, you have your whole life ahead of you. So, you know, good luck. Anyway. I don't know what that tangent was about, but what I wanted to talk about was the day before yesterday, I came home from work and I was going to go to um, a hot yoga class because I've been going to hot yoga lately and also like really fucking love hot yoga. We'll talk about that later. But I was like, oh, I have like two hours. Let me just try to like decompress. Um, So I did decide to email for like 45 minutes and then I was like, okay, like, let me watch something dumb. I have like an hour, like a solid hour. And I was like, what the fuck is this show on Netflix called Love is Blind? And I was like, oh, it's a reality TV show. Like, uh, really not a big reality TV show person, mainly because it's just so obvious that it's like fake 
and I just kind of don't get what the point of it is. And like, I know that normal TV shows are also fake with like actors and whatever, but like, there's just something annoying about people like trying to make something seem real when it is in fact acting. Um, it's just like, you're not fooling me. And also like, they're usually not very funny or entertaining. And I also find them to be kind of redundant. Like I remember there was a period in time, like many moons ago, and I'm talking like five or six years ago where I used to watch The Bachelor. And I think I watched one or two seasons. And then I just realized that it was like the entire episode was like ultimately 15 minutes long. And then the rest of the episode was just them like replaying the same fucking scene over and over again and like building it up. And like everything was like the most dramatic moment in America and like the most heartwarming sentence anyone could have ever said in America. And I'm just like, dude, shut the fuck up. Um, so yeah, I'm not a big, um, reality TV show person. The only show I ever really kind of got into was the Kardashians. And it was more so a show that Reem, my sister and I would watch together. Um, I don't know why I said that like past tense, like she died. She's like, she's alive. It's fine. Um, we'll probably watch Kardashians pretty soon. If she stops being such a bitch, she actually fell off a horse today, which is not funny, but also very funny because I mean, she's fine. Like I said, she's not dead, but she did fall off of a horse while horseback riding. And I'm really upset that I didn't see it because she's a very short person. So it was a very high fall for her. It's kind of like a baby falling off of a full grown horse. Um, just so picture that. But anyways, so I was like, oh, let me just watch this stupid show, Love is Blind. I'd seen a few people talk about it on Instagram, but like not really say much about it. But they were just like, oh, like Love is Blind, like LOL, hee hee. So I was like, okay, like let's let's give this show um, a chance. So I started watching it and guys, that was on Tuesday, it's Thursday. I watched the finale today. Um, I would say I watched the bulk of it yesterday. Um... I actually skipped Pilates today mainly so that I could watch it because I needed to watch it and I got home from work and I ate and I was like if I want to watch this right now I can't I can't go to Pilates so I didn't go and I watched it instead. And it's very dumb like there was a lot of times where I I did find myself just like out loud saying, are you fucking kidding me? But like also like laughing because it was just so like cringy, but it was also just so juicy. And I kind of understand the allure of reality TV now. Um, I'm not saying this is like a show that I'm like, I highly recommend it. Like maybe if you're like really fucking bored or like you're with your friends and you want to shit on something like then yeah, watch it. But like, it was really juicy and it was really funny and it was really entertaining. And so, um, I watched that and it was just really nice to watch a show that required like zero effort or thought or like brain cells. And I'm like, I get it. Like I get why people like reality TV shows. It's just so nice to, to just zone out and watch some dumb shit that requires none of your brain and just fucking eat some popcorners, you know, drink a Perrier, you know what I mean? Like have a little sparkling water. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And I would probably watch another season of it if they had another season, which I really hope there is because it's, it was just such a fun, stupid thing to do. Um, 
and I've been really busy and really stressed the last couple of weeks. Um, so it was really nice to just kind of zone out. So basically, um, I feel like I've mentioned it. I moved at the end of January. Um, so it hasn't been a full month yet. Um, so I, wow, I can't believe it hasn't even been a full month yet, but I moved. And then, um, as soon as I like moved in, um, I went on a trip and then I came back for two days and then I went on another trip and I came back and just, um, haven't had a chance to like fully settle in. Um, also I did this thing that still might be brilliant, but also could have been a terrible idea, but let's just go with the former. It was a great idea. Um, so before I moved, um, I knew I was moving and I was like, well, you know, this is a good time to like get rid of a lot of stuff that I don't need. And so I decided to sell some furniture. And once I started selling furniture, I just couldn't stop. And I was just like, I should just like get rid of this. I should just get rid of that. And then I move into my new apartment and I shit you not, all I brought with me into my furniture was my couch which I'm surprised I didn't sell it. And I'm also really grateful that I didn't because that would have been really fucking annoying unless I had another couch like that was gonna be there like immediately. Um, I have my couch, I have my TV, um, it's on the floor. Um, I have my big mirror and I have a lamp, which I don't know if a lamp counts as a piece of furniture, but that's what I have in my living room right now, which I'll be honest with you, it's pretty, it's pretty incomplete, you guys. There's a lot of fucking things that are missing, like a table, a coffee table, a side table, really any table, just a fucking table to put shit down on, um, a rug, a nice cozy rug, um, a TV stand, a fucking credenza, something to put my TV on and also to put all of my shit away. Because that was the other thing. Like, I don't know who the fuck I think I am because I was like, I'm getting rid of my um, media console because like I don't need it and I'd rather have more space and like the I'm going to mount my TV. And then like I got here and I was like, what the fuck? I need something to put my shit in. Like I have all these books. Where the fuck am I going to put them? Um... And like, I guess I could get a bookshelf, but I'd rather just, I, I like storing certain things in like more of a discreet way. Um, I don't mind displaying some of my books, but I don't really feel the need to like show all of my books. Like unless I have a fucking library, like Belle from Beauty and the Beast. If, if it's not that, then I don't want it at all. You know what I mean? Unless it's like floor to ceiling fucking bookshelves with a ladder that rolls on wheels. I don't, I don't want it. I only want that. Um, so I've been living without a coffee table, without a side table. I've been using, um, I have like four boxes that I haven't unpacked, maybe five. Um, a lot of it is in my closet. Two of them are in my living room, but I've been using one of them in my living room as a coffee table. Um, and it's deeply upsetting. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. It makes me feel like I'm addicted to heroin and I spent all my money on heroin and now I don't even have a table. Um, so that sucks that I feel that way. Um, cause it would suck to be addicted to heroin and like sell all your furniture, which I mean, I'm not, but someone made, someone left a review on my 
on iTunes, which um, if you listen to this podcast and you like me, um, you should fucking leave a review. Don't be a dick, okay? Just leave a review. You can even leave a review and be like, I fucking hate Noor. That's fine. Just leave a fucking review. Jesus. Um, Someone left a review and they were like, I love Noor's drug addict voice. And I was like, what? Guys, I don't, I don't actually do drugs. I know I joke about drugs a lot and I sometimes wonder why I make so many jokes about drugs and I really couldn't fucking tell you. Um, But for some reason, everything just comes back to drugs, but no, I don't do any drugs. I'm actually terrified of doing hard drugs. I feel like I've definitely mentioned this before, but I have this irrational fear that if I experiment with hard drugs, I'm going to like die. Like I'm going to be the one person who's like allergic to cocaine and then I'm going to die. And then my parents are going to get a phone call and they're going to be like, yeah, nor did cocaine and now she's dead. And my parents are going to be like, oh my God, like who was our child? She was this cocor, like what the fuck? And they're going to be so sad because I'm dead but that they're also going to be sad because they're like, damn, I can't believe Noor sold all of her furniture to buy cocaine. Damn, boy. Damn. You know? And I just don't want to do that to my parents. Um, So speaking of my parents, everyone wants my dad to be on the podcast. And here's the thing, you guys. I also want to have my dad on the podcast because I like talking to him and I think he's really cute. But the problem is, is that my dad doesn't, it's not that he doesn't understand. It's that he doesn't care that if he speaks in Arabic, not everyone speaks Arabic. Therefore, not everyone understands him. Do you see what I'm saying? So like, it's really hard to get my dad to just only speak in English. Like he'll always somehow end up speaking in Arabic. And I just feel like it's going to be a lot of effort, which I guess I should put in effort. I mean, I do put in a lot of effort, fuckers. Um, But like, (laughs) I just feel like getting my dad to speak in English for an hour or even 30 minutes or even five minutes just seems like an impossible task. But I'm going to do it, guys. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to fucking have my dad on the podcast. It's going to happen. Just fucking relax. Um, we get it. You like my dad more than you like me. It's fine. Like someone DM me and they're like, I follow you to watch your stories. I follow you on Instagram to watch your stories about your dad. And I was like, that's a little upsetting, but also, you know what? My dad is very cute. So that's fair. Um, but Yeah, so um, I've also been really happy with the guests that I've been having recently. I feel like we've been having really good conversations. You guys seem to be responding really, really well and really enjoying them and the episodes are resonating with you. And I'm really proud of that because um, I'm really trying to be more selective. Um, I'm really happy with every guest that I've had, but I'm really trying to find guests that I feel like my audience will appreciate because I feel like I'm getting to know you guys a little bit better. So, um, I want to just put out content that you'll like, um, which is why I also do like putting out solo episodes because apparently you fucking psychos like it. I don't understand. I mean, it's great. Cause I can just yap, yap, yap all day, but, um, yeah, it's, it's really cool that you guys like when I talk, um, because, I have to be honest with you. I'm very annoying. Um, But yeah, so I did, however, today I ordered a side table and a credenza. 
and I'm so fucking excited. Like I literally can't wait to get that notification email like your your items are out for delivery or whenever I guess they have to call me to set up a fucking delivery time which oh my god, oh my fucking god. I got these bar stools, right? Okay, so my old house, I had like a little like coffee, like a little, not a coffee table, like, um, like a little table with like two chairs. Um, I actually used to like record podcast episodes sitting on that table. Um, but it was supposed to be like a little fucking dining table or whatever. Um, so I sold that. And the reason I did that was also because in my new apartment, I have a huge kitchen, like Island in my kitchen, which, um, is just like a really big table in the middle of my kitchen. So I just got two bar stools instead because I don't really like host any like dinner parties. And like, if people come over, we're just like going to eat on my couch. Like it's fine. Um, and so I found these bar stools that I liked and the delivery, fucking furniture delivery, guys. If you've ever or- ordered furniture, you know, it's so stupidly overpriced. Like it's so fucking dumb. It's not normal how expensive delivery is. Um, so I'm like, what the fuck? So I like order them and they're from, I don't know, like Scandinavia or some shit like that. And so it was taking forever. Like I ordered them literally before I even moved into my apartment and I didn't get them until like two weeks ago. And so um, they call me to schedule a delivery and they're like, yeah, um, so the delivery is going to be between like 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. And I was like, what? They're like, yeah, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. And I was like, that's my only option. They're like, yeah, sorry. I was like, what the fuck? Like 6 a.m. to 7 a.m.? Like literally the sun is not out. Like it's fucking fully dark outside. And also like, why am I paying all this money for delivery to be fucking tortured? You know what I mean? Like I'm not like a masochist. Um, And anyways, these fuckers showed up at 5.20, okay? Like 6 a.m. wasn't bad enough. These fuckers call me at 5 fucking 20 like, hey, we're outside. I'm like, Hey, why don't you go fucking suck a dick? I didn't say that to them, but I was very fucking annoyed. Cause also it's like, now I have to wake up and like fucking put a hijab on, you know, which I don't want to put a hijab on at 5:20 in the morning. And then there's like these two fucking guys in my apartment and it's fucking the middle of the night it's fucking like this ungodly hour. And I'm like, are you going to fucking sexually assault me? Like what the fuck is happening? And like, they were being so creepy and weird. I mean, I obviously wasn't sexually assaulted, which is cool, but like, it was just not a fun situation to be in. And I was like, dude, this fucking sucks. And then like both of the chairs have like weird damage to them, which that's another thing. I don't understand. Like why does furniture always have like, why is it always fucking damaged? Like even the credenza I just ordered, um, I was reading some reviews online and a lot of people were like, oh, it like arrived and it was damaged. And I'm like, fuck, I really hope mine isn't fucking damaged. I mean, most of the reviews were like, we love it. It's great. Like I, you know, I, if I could marry an inanimate object, it would be this credenza, like shit like that. But, um, yeah, like let's put an end to that. Let's put an end to damaged furniture because, um, I was on the fence about the color of the credenza. I feel like I'm saying credenza like a lot, but (laughs) I was on the fence on the color because originally I was going to buy like a lacquered white, like a really glossy white. And then I was just like, I don't want a white credenza, even though I'm really trying to add lighter colors to my living room. But the thing is, is I think the reason why I wanted to do that was because, um, 
in my old apartment, I had really poor lighting. Like it just, I was on the first floor, so I couldn't really open my window that often. And so my apartment was just a little bit darker. But now that I have um, the ability to like open my windows and have sunlight in my apartment, which is so fucking nice. Like literally I wake up in the morning with like natural light, like just coming in through the window and it's, oh, it feels so good. Like literally I feel my vitamin D deficiency, like slowly fucking healing or whatever. Um, but what was I saying? Yeah. So I ended up getting a Navy, um, I really don't know where I was going with this. But yeah, I got a Navy credenza. <laughs> this, can you tell that I really prepared for this? Um, but yeah, so really, really, really excited about that. Um, and once I get those pieces in, then I can decide what rug I want. And I'm probably going to get a new lamp because apparently I fucking love lamps and I can't get enough of them. And oh, that's what, oh my God, that's what I was talking about. The fucking bar stools. Yeah, so they're damaged and like they sent me like a replacement and I just can't be fucking fucked to fucking assemble the new one that they sent me and pack up the old one. Like, I just can like someone do this for me? Like, I'm tired, you know? Like, I'm so tired. Like, let me tell you how tired I am. I have like, so many PR boxes and like I just don't have the energy to open them like it's literally free shit like fun shit that brands have sent me and I'm too lazy not even lazy like too tired too drained to open them so I've been trying to like open at least one a day but the problem is is that I they keep accumulating so I keep getting more and more and it's just like I'm so tired. I don't want to open a box because then like I open the box and then I have to like put away the stuff that's inside of it and decide if I want to keep it or whatever. And then I have to break down the box and put it outside and it's like a whole thing. And I'm just, I'm just tired, you know? I just want to take a nap. But also apparently I hate relaxing. This is something else that I'm realizing. I really fucking, I try so hard to relax, but it's just like I'm starting to realize that A, I hate relaxing. It doesn't come naturally to me. And B, it seems like the world doesn't want me to relax. And like, not to like be like, wow, 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 poor me. But like, I feel personally attacked in regards to relaxation. Like, so on Monday, on Monday, I was supposed to go to yoga. And so, um, I come home from work. I'm like chilling, whatever. I had like a good like hour and a half. And the, the yoga studio is like, I shit you not. With no traffic, it's five minutes away. With traffic, it's like a 15 minute drive, whatever. So this is Monday. So I'm like, all right, sick, like whatever. Um, and then I was working on a partnership with a brand and then just they started emailing me and I had to like email them back. Long story short, like I just started fucking running behind and like I start driving to yoga. There was like a fuck ton of traffic. It took me like 25 minutes to get there. And so I missed the class and that really sucked. Like it was just so upsetting because I was like, fuck, I've been looking forward to yoga all day. Like I just want to stretch. I want to relax. I want to feel good. I want to move my body. Um, so then I was like, it's fine. I have hot yoga tomorrow, which was like on Tuesday. So I watched love is blind. That was like a nice little decompression. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to get to hot yoga early. 
I'm gonna get there like 20 minutes early so I have time to like settle in because like I really hate getting to workout classes late. It just doesn't feel good. I always feel like a little scatterbrained. I like to have time to like, if I have to pee, I can go pee. If I wanna fill up my water bottle, whatever. You know, like I just want time to like settle in. And so I'm like, I'm gonna get there early. So I start driving, I put it into my GPS because it's only like the second time I've gone to this um, yoga studio. So I was like, I put it into my GPS and it's like literally the address. So, okay, there's an app called MindBody. It's kind of like a class pass type of thing where you can like sign up for like workout classes or whatever. So I had signed up on MindBody and then there's like an option to like add to calendar. So it adds it to your calendar, like the class, the time, the address, like all the information, super fucking handy. So I just clicked the address through the mind body like calendar fucking thing that it put on my eye calendar and I'm driving there and I'm like, I don't remember it being here, but like maybe my GPS is like, and I look at the address. I'm like, okay, the address is right. Motherfucker. The fucking address on mind body was wrong. So then I'm like, fuck. So I like realize that it's wrong. And then I'm like, okay, how, where's the right address? I Google it and it's 15 minutes away and class is starting in 10 minutes. And so I got there just praying that they were going to let me in because a lot of times with yoga classes, like if you're not there on time, they will close the door. Like it's over. Luckily they were able to let me in, but it just fucking sucked because like I like scramble into class. Everyone is already like started. I'm like trying to like get my fucking yoga mat out out and I wanted to clean it. I wanted to wipe it down before I started because, um, I don't know. I just, I like to clean my yoga mat before my session and after because I'm putting my face on it and I just, I don't know. I feel like it's gross. Um, and then, yeah. And then like halfway through I had to go pee. That was so fucking annoying. Cause like it's hot yoga and you're like sweaty. And like, if you're sweaty and wearing leggings, like you already know, like that shit's not easy to take off or put back on for that matter. So that was fucking annoying. Um, but yeah, I've been really, I've been really into hot yoga, but yeah, it really seems like the world doesn't want me to relax. And then today, Thursday, I was supposed to go to Pilates after I got home from work. And I decided I was going to skip that class because I'm just feeling tired. And also, um, I moved. So I'm, I'm still with the same like Pilates company, but it's a different studio and I'm not really feeling the studio. Like I just don't really like it. I don't like the vibe. I'm not really liking the instructors. I decided like, I'm not going to continue my membership there. I'm going to try to go to another Pilates studio that I used to go to like a few years ago. I really liked it there and now it's closer to me. So whatever it all worked out, but I, I canceled my class and I was like, I'm going to get a massage. So I call a massage place that's close by and and I, I had been there once before, but it was like six years ago and whatever. Um, and I was like, yeah, like, do you guys have any availability tonight? And they were like, yeah, we actually do. And I was like, sick. Um, I really want like a deep tissue massage. And they were like, oh, like, you know, like really deep tissue. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, okay, we have someone for you. And I'm like, all right, cool. They were lying because that bitch did not give me a deep tissue massage. I don't know what the fuck she did. She was just like poking around at my back, which is not the first time that's happened to me, which is like, also like, how is this your job? Like, this is not a massage. This isn't even a Swedish massage. Like, what the fuck are you actually doing? But, and I kept telling this lady, I was like, you know, um, can you like work on my upper back? Like, can you, you know, I have a lot of knots in my neck. 
And this bitch, like, refused to give me a fucking deep tissue massage. She just, like, kept, like, fucking patting me or whatever. But then she also just kept, like, telling me, like, wow, you're really stressed out. Do you like your job? Like, you seem like you're really stressed out. You're, and I'm like, no, yeah, I like my job. She's like, well, your neck says otherwise. And I'm like, I'll fucking slap the shit out of you. Like, I don't understand if this is like some cute bit that you think that you're doing, but it's like actually really fucking annoying. Like I've already told you like seven times I do like my job and like life is hard, man. Like even if your job isn't stressful, life is stressful. You know, fucking there's viruses going around fucking just killing people and people are fucking racist and our president is a fucking reality TV show star. And like, like there's a lot to be stressed out about fucking Karen. Okay. Like, fuck off oh it was so annoying and I'm just like why why is everything so hard always I mean it's not always hard I don't mean to sound ungrateful I think a lot of things for me are very easy but a lot of things are also really hard and I just feel like I'm like in one of those weird places in life where it's just like everything is requiring me to do more work than I would anticipate. Like, like for example, um, I went to go get an eye exam because I noticed that my contact lenses, like my vision wasn't as clear. So I was like, oh, it's probably time for me to get new, a new prescription. And let's just say it's been 10 weeks and I still haven't been able to order contacts because the optometrist that I've gone to first gave me the wrong prescription and then like took a million years to order me my sample or my trial contact so I could try them out and it's just been like a shit show and I just had to like keep going there and keep calling them and I actually have to fucking call them tomorrow and I've been putting it off and I'm really annoyed at myself for putting it off but I just like fuck oh like so annoying like I don't want to fucking keep going to the eye doctor like it's cold there's no reception can't even scroll on my phone I just have to sit there and fucking stare at these dumb people's faces like ugh, people are so stupid um my cat's being really fucking cute right now. I wish you guys could see her. Grammy, not Fifi. Fifi's Fifi's cute, but he's also a fucking bitch. Like last night I had a really bad dream and I usually don't remember my dreams. I don't think I dream to be honest with you. Um, I don't mean that like in an emo, like I'm gonna kill myself kind of way. I just genuinely don't really dream very often. And if I do, I don't usually remember. But I did dream last night and I did wake up and I remembered it. Um, and I had a dream that I was on my couch with my niece Lily and Fifi, my cat, crawled out of the window and he was like walking on like a ledge and I was like, oh my God. And I was so worried. And then all I hear is like him meowing and a dog barking and I look and the window next door, like there was a dog and he had attacked him and Fifi had all these puncture wounds all over him and he was like hurt and helpless. And then I like woke up and I was so freaked out um, because I love Fifi so much. I mean, I've had him since he was like two and a half or three weeks old um, and he's now, oh, fuck off. Like we get it. You have a fucking car. Congratulations. If you guys can't hear, there's someone fucking revving their engine or whatever the fuck that's called when they like drive like a dick and like are very loud because they have small penises um but yeah I've had Fifi his whole life basically um and even though he's very annoying 
he's very cute and I love him a lot. And so I woke up to like, like find him and like be like, oh, Fifi, like I love you. And I just fucking, there was just like little bits of vomit everywhere. Just like seven little piles of vomit. Like he couldn't just fucking vomit in one place. He had to like spread it around. Um, and I mean, I don't think he's sick. I think if, if you don't have a cat, you probably are like, nor like your cat's sick, but like sometimes cats just like throw up or like, they eat something weird and it makes them throw up or they eat their food too fast and then that makes them throw up. I personally, if I know Fifi, I can tell by the consistency of the vomit that he probably ate something that he shouldn't have eaten. Fifi, what the fuck did you eat? He looked at me. But he's very mysterious and won't tell me what he did. But yeah, um, Grammy is like laying down and she looks like cute as fuck. She's so cute. She's a ragamuffin. You guys um, on Instagram are always asking me what breed she is. She's a ragamuffin, which is like kind of like a rag doll. Um, but it's just also like the cutest fucking cat breed probably ever because she's just the fucking cutest. Um, this is not a cat podcast. This is, however, a great time for I feel like for me to talk a little bit about um, skincare because... I'm always nervous to talk too much about skincare because I'm worried that like you guys are going to be like bored, but like you guys seem to really like it. So that's dope because I love skincare. Um, I actually got a facial in New York and it was incredible. Like if you saw it on my Instagram stories, like, oh my God, it was called um, Daphne Spa. And um, it was just, it was fucking great. Like if you live in New York, you should go, like you should absolutely go. It was like one of the best facials I've ever had. The esthetician was so educated. They use Biologique Recharge um, skin products, which is an incredible, like, like fucking spa grade, just amazing skincare products. Um, so I actually ended up buying a cleanser that she had used on me and I really have been enjoying it. And I think it's a chemical exfoliant. I'm going to be honest with you. I should probably look into that because I have no fucking idea. But I really, really like this cleanser. I'm going to, I should look it up. Hold on. Hold on. Let's figure it out. I'm Googling. Mm. Okay. It's called Light You. It's pronounced, it's spelled L-A-I-T. And then just like the letter U. And it says botanical cleansing milk for all skin types. So basically the way she told me to use it was put it onto your skin while it's dry, massage it in, use like a muslin cloth or a cotton pad with a little bit of water to like wipe it off. So that's what I've been doing. But it says here, it's more than a cleanser. It's also a makeup remover. It's a non-oily, fresh cleanser that respects the skin's natural moisturizing process. It's recommended for all skin types. It gently removes makeup, impurities, and cleanses without dehydrating. Um, respects the function of the epidermis. Does not leave an oily film. All of those things are like 100% accurate. Um, I feel like it, it's like a really nourishing cleanser. It doesn't feel stripping at all, but it also doesn't like leave like a greasy layer. Like it just feels like my skin feels balanced. Um, you can double cleanse with it. So you could do that once and then do it once more. I typically, um, I 
I'll be honest with you. I've been using it primarily when I'm not wearing makeup. I haven't really used it too much when I've been wearing makeup because I also haven't been wearing a lot of makeup recently. Um, for makeup removal, I have been using the Aven. I think it's like their cleansing lotion milk. Hold on. Aven cleansing lotion. I think it's actually called cleansing lotion milk. Hold on. I keep saying hold on. So annoying. It's called Aven Tolerance Extreme Cleansing Lotion. Yeah. So it's like this big squeezy tube and it comes out literally like a cream and you just massage it into dry skin. And I've been using that to remove my makeup. And then for my second cleanse, I've been using the Sunday Riley Ceramic Slip Cleanser um, as my water-based cleanser. I love that cleanser. I can't even tell you how many times I've gone through that cleanser. I really do like the reformulation. I just wish it was in a pump instead of a squeezy tube. I really like things to be in a pump. Um, but yeah, I really love that cleanser. And then as far as skincare goes, um, honestly, I'm just, I have to go to my bathroom so that I can just tell you what everything is called because everything is like French as fuck. I feel like, you know what I mean? I'm in my bathroom now. I really hope the audio doesn't sound terrible, but this has been my skincare routine, at least in the evening. I've been using the Laneige um, eye sleeping mask and it like, it's a very thin under eye, like cream serum. And I was actually told by the esthetician at Daphne spa that at night you should really use a thinner under eye cream or serum because when you wake up, your eyes might look a little bit puffier. And I have been doing that. I actually started doing that before she told me. And it actually made a lot of sense because I was like, fuck, that's why I've been liking using this Laneige eye sleeping mask at night because I wake up and my under eyes are not as puffy. Um, and then also this is just like a really affordable um, under eye product. And it's just really hydrating. Like it really hydrates the under eyes. Like I really recommend it. And then after that, I spritz my face with the Tata Harbor Hydrating Floral Essence, and it's a hydrating booster, so I spray it on, and while my skin is still really damp, um, I've been using one of two retinols. Um, I've been either using the Verso Night Cream with Retinol 8, or I've been using the Dr. Dennis Gross Ferulic Plus Retinol Brightening Solution. Um, so I'll use one of either. I basically use retinol almost every night unless I use like a really harsh um, exfoliating mask before I basically use a retinol. Um, I'll skip a retinol though if I did use a really um, intense chemical exfoliant. And then I've been using the Tata Harper Cream Riche Velvet Moisturizing Cream. And I'm, I can't deny, it's a fucking beautiful cream. I love it. I love putting it on my face. It feels so good. I I feel like it's really made my skin very bouncy and plump and hydrated. I've just been, I really fuck with it, okay? 
And then to seal it all in, I've been using an oil. Um, I just started using it. I've used a few things by this brand before. I've never been really blown away, but I think I really do like this. It's by Beauty Bio, and it's called the Radiance Brightening Omega Rose Hip Seed Facial Oil. So um, I'll just put a few drops in my hand, warm it up, and then just like literally press it into my skin. I don't rub it. I just press it on top and um, basically use it like as a sealant to just to seal in all the moisture that I put in in the hydration and stuff like that. Um, so that's kind of what I've been using at night. And then in the daytime, the eye cream that I use is the Tata Harper Boosted Contouring Eye Balm. I love this. I know it's probably expensive because it's from the line of hers that's like golden rather than green and I know the green line is already a little bit pricier um, but honestly like if you're in your 30s or your late 20s or whatever and you want to invest in a good eye cream I really like this um, I feel like it's really firming I feel like it's really brightening um, it feels really nice it's a balmy texture I feel like it absorbs really beautifully and I just I feel very fresh faced when I use this eye balm and then I will spray my face again with the Tata Harper Hydrating Floral Essence Hydrating Booster. I've used a lot of sprays on my skin and a lot of like essences and stuff. I do love an essence because I feel like essence, essences typically are a little bit more potent than like a, you know, just like a spray. The thing though about sprays is, is that they're way more convenient and I like to put like I like my skin to be wet before I apply a serum or a moisturizer. I feel like it helps it absorb better. Um, but this, this spray, like, I do think that it actually makes my skin more hydrated, which is really cool because you're not just paying for like an expensive face spray that like kind of doesn't do anything. Like I feel like there are a lot of face sprays like that. Um, I haven't used a Caudalie facial spray in a long time, but I do remember not thinking that it did anything, but it smelled good. Um, but yeah, I've been using that spray in the morning after using my eye balm. Then I'll spray my face. And then I started using this, I want to say like two weeks ago, the Dr. Jart Tea Treatment Moisturizer Hydrant. Um, it's basically a moisturizer with tea tree leaf extract. Um, it says it conditions acne prone skin um, and it balances your pH. Um, I don't really have acne prone skin. I do get the occasional pimple. I have a pimple right now. It's been there for like two weeks. It's really fucking annoying um, because when I do get a pimple, it just like lingers. That's like, well, like the pigmentation lingers, not the pimple itself. The pimple is gone. It just leaves a little bit of pigmentation, but I get like one pimple every three months kind of thing. And it's usually like just like a really fucking annoying pimple. Um, but I've been using that and I do really like it. I feel like it's very hydrating. Um, I like tea tree. I think it's nice and calming for the skin just in general. So I feel like even if you don't have acne prone skin, this is just like a nice moisturizer. It's really light. It absorbs quickly. And then I'll add a few drops of the, I always feel like an asshole when I say this brand, but it's a Revive, R-E-V-I-V-I-V. V-I-V-E, and it's their um, environmental antioxidant booster, and it's basically like a little liquid, and I just put two drops of the antioxidant booster into my moisturizer because there's a lot of pollution outside, and I'll mix that all up together, 
and then I'll usually wait for that to sink in. I'll put a little bit of lip balm on. I really like, um, there's a balm by a brand called Make, and it's their Marine Salve, and it's in the shade Bex, and it's just, like, really hydrating and also has a little bit of a tint, so that's really nice in the morning because I don't usually wear makeup. And then I just started using this the other day. It's the Super Goop Zinc Screen 100% Mineral Lotion with SPF 40. Um, I really like it. I mean, it's an SPF. To be honest with you, there aren't... If I don't like an SPF, I know right away. Because the reasons I don't like an SPF is typically because I don't like the consistency or I don't like the way it makes my skin feel or look... This still gives my skin a little bit of a glow. Um, it's a mineral base, so it's like zinc base, so it doesn't irritate my eye area, which is really cool. Um, and yeah, also um, I will occasionally in the morning or at night, depending, like if I was wearing a lot of makeup, I'll use one of these. And in the morning, if I feel like my skin needs a little bit of refreshing, I'll use one. It's the Ojai Get Fresh Toner Pads. They're the Calendula Turmeric ones. Ojai is a brand that they sell at Urban Outfitters. They're really cheap. I got them on sale for like $5, like literally $5. So I think they're normally like $12. And then for masks, the masks that I've been really into lately, as always, the Tata Harper resurfacing mask, the Tata Harper hydrating mask, the pharmacy brand honey potion mask, um, the Dermalogica blackhead clearing mask. Mm, those are the masks that I'm into right now. And then when I do have a pimple or a clogged pore or blackhead or whatever, I've been using Starface, which are pimple patches. I mean, I talk about them all the time, I feel like, on Instagram. But, like, honestly, guys, I'm sure, you know, most of you have probably tried pimple patches before because there's a lot of brands that do them. This is better than all of them. Um, it stays on. This is one of the most important things. I feel like pimple patches a lot of times fall off in the middle of the night, which is really annoying. These don't fall off. And also, like... They actually bring whatever is under your skin to like a head, which I feel like is the most annoying part about having a pimple because you want to pop it so badly because you know there's shit like underneath, but like it gets it all out. So like you don't even have like a temptation to really pop it because it's going to get it all out. And then like I'll use it even while it's healing because I think it actually helps the healing process, which is really weird, but I genuinely do think that it helps. Um, so that's kind of been my skincare routine right now. Um, I might still do a video. I don't know. I'm always, I always just feel really hesitant to do skincare videos, especially when I'm using a lot of products that are a little bit more, um, expensive because the thing is, is like, I don't want it to be like a 10 hour long video, but like, you know, Maybe not everyone wants to use a face mist that's like $50, but like there are alternatives and I can list them to you. Like, oh, Tower 28 Beauty does a face mist. It's called SOS Spray. That shit is fucking fire. I went through a whole bottle of it. I think it's like $18 and it has like a ingredient. I can't think of the name of it, but it's like literally for healing wounds, which is wild. So like if you have a lot of like... um you know, uh, like acne scars or wounds or whatever, or like breakouts or just like anything on your skin that needs healing. Basically, can you, Hey cats, can you not do that? 
can we not right now? Um, the cats decided to like fucking fight each other. Can you not fight each other, please? No. Hey, please stop that. They're fucking being all cute and fighting each other, which is very cute because I like when they play, but not right now. Um, so yeah, the Tower 28 Beauty SOS spray is a great face mist. And then like, you know, the Tata Harper um, cream riche or whatever that I use at night. Is it a great night cream? For sure. It feels fucking like velvet on my skin. I feel rich as fuck every time I use it. But like, if you can afford it, cool. If you can't afford it, there are so many other really nice hydrating, moisturizing products that you can try. Um, the Neutrogena Hydro Boost line, just in general, I recommend it. I think it's a really great line. It's affordable. Um, there are just like so many options. Um, I feel like, I don't know. I want, I want to do a skincare video, but I'm always like a little bit like, like, am I going to really talk about like a fucking $250 eye cream? You know what I mean? Um, but even though that Laneige one is affordable, I want to say it's like $28. I could be wrong. It might be like $30, but for an eye cream, that's not bad. So if you're on the hunt for an eye cream, use it. And also I feel like there's so much shit online. Like do eye creams actually work? And I'm like, yeah, I think they really fucking do because let me tell you something. I have no wrinkles around my eyes other than like the normal creasing that like anyone would have, like even like a child. Like, like I'm like out here, like I have the skin of a child, but no, honestly, like I have no creasing around my eye area. And a lot of people my age, most people my age do. So could it be genetics? Sure. But it could also be the fact that I've been using eye cream since I was like 23 or 24 years old. Could be that. Um, speaking of getting old, I only have a month, like about a month-ish, a month and some change left of being 30. I'm turning 31, guys. What the fuck? I can't believe it. The thing is, is like turning 30, like I feel like I was hyped, you know? I was a little nervous, but I was mainly hyped. And then I turned 30 and I was like, this is fucking great. I love being 30. And I feel like I love being 30 so much that like, I don't want to be 31. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I love being 30 and I love people being like, oh, how old are you? I'm 30. Like, I love it. I feel fucking great. But like 31 is like, whatever, you know, but it is my golden birthday because my birthday is on the 31st and I'm turning 31. Um, but I don't think I'm going to do anything really for my birthday watch me like on my birthday be like, I'm going to Japan guys. Um, (laughs) but also something kind of momentous that happened is that I totally forgot. I missed my one year anniversary of starting the podcast. So I posted the trailer episode, which was when I announced my podcast formally on February 13th of 2018. And then I think the first episode went up on like the 17th or the 18th or the 19th. I could check, but I can't be fucked right now. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been a year over a year of having a podcast. I can't believe it. Um, I'm really proud of myself. I'm going to be honest with you. Like in general, being consistent with something is hard, but like, I, I don't ever want to seem like dramatic, but like I work full time five days a week 
like a more of like an office job. And then I get off of work and I'm like shooting content. And I know that that might not seem like a lot, but it is. And then I'm like editing. And then when I'm working with brands, I'm like submitting things and like have to get their approval. And it's just, it's a lot. And I've noticed lately that I have been really on top of like my work shit, but I haven't really been very social. Um, not like I'm like not being social. Like I I'm seeing people and stuff, but like not as social as I feel like I could be. Um, and so I'm like, I actually, for the last two episodes of my podcast, I had someone else edit them because I'm just feeling like tired. Um, but I really enjoy the podcast. I really do. And, um, if you're a sponsor and you don't suck, holler at your boy because I would love to have a sponsor that doesn't suck because as of right now, all of the options, sorry if you're listening, but they haven't been great. Um, so I'm hoping for a good sponsor because it would be nice to get paid for working because that's what it is. And I feel like a lot of times um, people who are not in the creator, digital creation space, like kind of are like, like, why are you always doing like sponsored posts and like ads and stuff? It's so annoying. But it's just like everyone wants to get paid for their job. <laughs> you know, like you don't go to work and then just be like, you know what? Don't pay me this month. It's fine. <laughs> I'm good. Um and just because it seems like a fun thing doesn't mean that it still doesn't require effort. But um, I do really love the podcast because I love fucking talking. I just hate the sound of my own voice. Like I love to talk, but then I go back to edit the episode and I'm like, honestly, I actually think that like I could be a contender for the most annoying fucking voice in the whole world. Um, so that's why I also feel like I should stop editing my podcast because I like having a lot of self-esteem. And it's like, I still have a lot, but like I have a little bit less, you know? And it's just like, I want to have like a lot, a lot, you know? Um, <laughs> on that note, on that fucking asshole note, I love you guys. Um, thank you so much for listening, supporting me. If you like this, fucking share it. Like send it to your friend and be like, oh my God, listen to this dumb fucking privileged bitch complain. It's so annoying. And then talk shit about me with your friends and then be like, ah, what a whore. Do that. Or like send it to, you know, someone that you haven't talked to in a long time and be like, hey, I miss you. And in the time that I could have been talking to you, I was listening to this podcast. So maybe you should listen to it too. Um, or like if you really love me, go on iTunes, search for Arab American Psycho, scroll after you click on it, scroll down. It says write a review on iTunes. Write a review and be like, Noor is such a dumb bitch, but I love her podcast. Say that. And then leave five stars. And then it helps me move up on the charts. And then I'm going to get sponsored by someone who doesn't suck. And then I'll, I can hire someone to work full time as an editor. And then the quality of my podcast will be so much better because I suck at audio. So... I, you know, it's been a year and I keep saying, I think I'm going to get better at this, but then I don't guys, I don't because audio is very tricky. Um, but yeah, so do all of those things. Um, as always, you can follow me on Instagram at Nor E. You could follow the podcast at Arab American Psycho. 
on Instagram. Um, and like right now for the Arab American Psycho Instagram account, I've been just posting like pictures every week of whoever the guests are. But like if there's like some like what would you guys like to see on it? Like if there's anything that in particular that you're like, oh, I would want to see this or I would be interested in this, like let me know. Um, and if you have any guests that you want to hear from fucking DM me, let me know. Um, just in general, I love when you guys message me about the podcast. It really means the world to me. Anyone who's messaged me about the podcast can, I don't know why I said podcast like that, but anyone who's ever DM me on Instagram about the podcast, I've always responded to them. And, um, I've always been really grateful because I love when you guys, just take the time to message me about it. But you know what I love more when you take the time to leave a review on fucking iTunes. So just saying, um, but yeah, love you guys. Thanks for listening. And I will talk to you guys next week.